This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello, listeners. I'm Allie, and this is Quad Pro Quo. As always, I'm joined by my three co-hosts, Tammy. Hello. Matt. Hello there. And Guido. Hello. We are a weekly film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs. Each month, we will have a theme, and each week, one of us will pick a movie that falls into that theme. Matt, would you like to tell us what the theme for the month of August is? Yes, because it just so happens that this month is a very special month for the Quad Pro Quo cast. It is the birth month of our medical expert resident. (laughs) It's me. It's Tammy. (laughs) So we are going to do what we decided as a Tammy Appreciation Month. It's me. It's my birthday. All things Tammy. Where we, we all have picked movies that either... That we think Tammy would like. I'm we're, so excited. I feel so special. We're realistically just trying to please one person instead of four. This yes. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it will be easier. Tammy, when is your exact birthday? I'm August 24th. Oh, okay. And okay. my my nephew is expected to arrive on the 25th. Ooh. It's my daddy's birthday, too. On my birthday, mm-hmm. yes. Oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. I also share my birthday with two aunts, <clears throat> a cousin, my boss, and my father-in-law. Yep. Any fun famous people? No. My dad has the same birthday as Madonna. Okay. She knows. August 16th. Cool. Are they the same age? No, what? she's a year younger than my dad. Oh. She's 61. 1961. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't know that because... She has a whole new face. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a catcher's mitt. It's pretty tight. Well, you know, we need... Well oiled. Can, can we let a face settle? Sometimes she it just can. takes time. <laughs> she looks like she, if she sneezed, she'd tear her forehead open. I feel terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh, I saw this meme today that was like a picture of Mickey Rourke when he was like really hot in the 80s and then a picture now and it said, Mickey Rourke just looks like someone wearing a Mickey Rourke mask. His face was so tight and like I feel bad saying it's like deformed looking kind of it was awful mm-hmm. yeah oh my god 90s plastic surgery did not do well for anybody either. well and the boxing career didn't help oh no Ooh, Chad Michael Murray and I were born on the same day Ooh, who Chad One Michael Hill, Murray Gilmore Girls House and of Wax remake Rupert Grint oh Ron Ron Weasley Ron Weasley uh-huh. Dave Chappelle no shit yep that's about it well, as Matt said, we are all we have all been tasked with picking a movie that we think Tammy will like. It could be a movie we know she likes if we want to take the easy way out. Or Guido. No, they picked I know, they I they know. all picked movies. I think they ver- they sent me several movies that um they asked me if I had seen before and I'd say yes or no and then they chose based on whether I saw it or not. So I had not seen any of these movies before Look this at us. recording. And then Tammy's going to just pick a movie that she just wants to talk about her her month. And then at the end of the month, we will rank the movies from favorite to least favorite. Sound good? Yep. Yes. Sounds good to me. And the first week of the month, so it is my pick. Yay! What did you pick for me? 
My movie was released in 1988. It was directed by Daniel Goldberg, starring Rebecca DeMornay. I'm pausing. Quad alum. I'm pausing. I'm pausing for your joke. Wait, you mean as in Rebecca DeMornay? I thought you were going to say DeMooney. You mean DeMooney? <laughs> no. Nope. DeMornay. Rebecca DeMornay, quad pro quo alum, and Mary Gross. We are going to be talking about feds. In 1932, the United States government opened the FBI Training Academy. But what the Founding Fathers had in mind... Welcome to the FBI. Put your ...was not Ellie DeWitt... Hey, like this, you respect. ...or Janice Zuckerman. Mary Gross is my spirit animal. I, I mean, in this movie. Is I, it because I've seen pictures, Carol's shown us pictures, is because you had a similar haircut to yes. what she had in this movie? <laughs> well, that is that is one reason, yes. And then uh, Guido pointed it out after we watched it. He's like, Tammy, this is pretty much you when you're drunk. That oh. is her. Oh, yeah. Oh, when she was Janice. drunk? When oh. she was drunk? Janice, I'm going to go sailing drunk. with Captain Ahab, see if you could put me in a coma. Oh, my That's God. That's that. <laughs> that was That's amazing. that whole vibe over there across the table. That. Have you ever made love to a woman until she lost consciousness? Twice. Yeah. <laughs> no, four times. Four times. No, no, four times. Yeah. Great. I hit she it with my meat cutter. She you a tattoo. I love that scene. Oh, it's a fish. Oh, my uh, god. Let's dance. Okay. Um, around the room, had you ever seen it? Tammy? No, I had not seen it. Matt? Yes, I have seen this before. Uh, it was, again, it's just one of those movies that um, would always be on, like, TBS. It was? Really? Like. I never saw this. That's where I saw it. Guido? I saw this on Comedy Central. Like as someone that watched a lot of that in the in the 90s. Oh. Okay. But yeah, and I liked it, so. Why did you pick this for me? Um, So I picked it because I just, I wanted something lighthearted. And I know that you love True Beverly Hills and Mary Gross is in True Beverly Hills and plays kind of the same role. (laughs) I made the joke because Matt was like, who, who is she? I was like, she always kind of played like the semi-mousy best friend. And I said, she walked so Judy Greer couldn't run. Because Judy Greer in like the late 90s, early aughts was like the best friend. And like the wedding planner and 13 going on 30. Yeah, like, she was always she was. like that role. And Judy Greer so good. And I was like, Mary Gross was the Judy Greer of the 80s, in my opinion. Um, I just thought you'd like it because, you know, it's just a fun, lighthearted, nothing too serious. Oh, and then when they're remember the part where that guy got skinned alive, yeah, and then he got eaten by a bear. I must have missed that part. These are all well, the, lies. the bear was, was that on cocaine in the background at the bar that they were visiting. Yeah, that actually what happened to the girl that the sailor took home after Mary Gross <laughs> oh, got taken away five he, times. There five we times. Go. That makes sense. He then took her back to his place and started to carve her up into pieces and sell it on the internet. I don't know if that guy's capable of all of that. Uh, yeah, that guy was not he, Sebastian Stan. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely in a great big fat woman. <laughs> all right, I'm going to do some facts at the beginning. Okay, there were surprisingly not a lot of facts about this movie. No! <laughs> <laughs> um, it was all redacted. Unfortunately, it sits at a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I think I said that when we turned it on. I was like, 33%? I know. <laughs> um, box office was only $3.8 million. You also, no, I don't you know how like, much it costs to make. I couldn't even get that number. Because you know, because you know, not only does Ali do, I mean, Ali goes to Rotten Tomatoes, but I go to like IMDb for like all my fun facts and ratings. There, I looked it up after we watched Feds, 
I was like, huh, Fetch is sitting at a 5.4. How does that rank on uh, certain other movies that we've watched on this podcast? <sighs> Twin Sitters is oh. a 5.9. <gasps> Twin Sitters has a higher Rotten Tomatoes, though. Fuck yes. <laughs> so is, so the, is this officially... The that one? news is wind Why? beneath my wings. <laughs> is this the lowest scored on IMDb? Flying no, real high right no. now. There's got to be another one. But yeah, that, I'm still... I mean, not to keep beating a dead horse, I'm pretty sure Waterworld is ranked lower than that. Yeah. That's... um. That's a people's okay, so, viewers rating. So here's what I will say. It's a 33% no that your movie didn't even have a critic score. It was literally just the audience score. There was no critic score for well, your movie. Who wants really? to, That's Guido's movie. Who <laughs> wants to listen to some movie critics that don't know anything? I they don't want know, to know shit. what the people want to know about. Tell me about them people movies. All right. People <laughs> movies. Um, so this was part of a cycle of American cop comedies that were made after the box office success of Police Academy in 1984, which I've never seen. You've never seen Police Academy? I've also never seen <gasps> any of the Broken Lizard movies like Super Troopers or Beer Fest or anything like really? that. Really? Yeah. Nope. Nope. Never seen them. Really? Yep. Added to my list. Really? Yep. So the other films include uh, Recruits, which came out in 86, Offbeat. Also 86, Night Patrol, Moving Violations, and Hollywood Vice Squad. Never heard of any of those and movies. And Sophie's Choice. And a ton of Police Academy sequels. Yeah. yeah. What are there, nine? All of them are know. good. There's so many. So writers Dan Goldberg and Len Bloom, who also were the screenwriters for Meatballs and Stripes... Love Stripes. Originally Stripes planned to make a film about the daffy, goofy, sex-crazed guys at the FBI Academy... But when they couldn't get stars of previous Ivan Reitman films like Bill Murray to sign on, the pair switched the story mid-script to a female-focused film. And it was wholesome. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's some there's some dick kicking. But they had it coming. Yes, they did. That hurt. Guido, do you know who Mary Gross's brother is? No. That would be one Burt Gummer from Tremors. This is great news. Michael Gross and Mary Gross are brothers. Yeah, after she said that, I'm like, oh my Fucking god, you just serious. you just put a mustache on her. Bert and it looks just yep. like the Burt Gummer. The Burt Gummer. Michael Gross and Mary Gross. <laughs> Love this movie. This is true. This is the best movie, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, she and she's very tall too. I mean, she's, I, she's yeah. five eight, so she's not like like no ridiculously shit. tall, but they do look a lot alike. They have a very similar bone structure. My face. world got a little brighter. Oh, good. I'm glad. All right, let's get started. You say you like Janice a lot more now. Totally. Janice Zuckerman. So we start with meeting Ellie DeWitt, played by Rebecca De Mornay. Miss DeMooney. Who looks so great in this movie. Matt so said she looks 80 pounds soaking wet. She does look tiny. Yeah. Yes. But in that bag she's holding, ain't nothing in that fucking bag. <laughs> so she is a U.S. Marine re- veteran who wants to become an FBI agent. She also has an affinity to fuck men on trains. That doesn't happen in this movie. Oh, right. That was risky business. It literally happened in one movie. No, I'm pretty sure it was like a bank manager, right? <laughs> and the guy who... Was it a commanding officer or the guy who lets people into the FBI? He, I thought he was one of the uh, entrants. Yeah, oh, okay. he's like the FBI... Like yeah. the FBI... Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, he basically told her, you're not smart, basically. Yeah, and you're only getting in to fill a, a, a quota. statistic. Yeah. A this is the best place quota. you could go. And I don't think you have a chance. Like. Yeah. So she's going to a 16-week FBI training academy at Quantico. Is that all it is, is 16 weeks? That's what they said in the movie. I don't know if that's the actual training academy for the FBI. I think that's too much training. 
Yeah, Probably, it's not enough. They, they just need. They just need it's not like, enough, or it's too much. <laughs> they, they just need one one week and three days of it are like videos where I'm they just we, they just wheel it in. And <laughs> so um, while Ellie has great physical skills, she's very physically fit. She struggles at the academic level. The smart stuff. Conversely, her roommate, who we meet, Janice Zuckerman, played by Mary Gross, is highly intelligent and very organized. And went possibly to like on the spectrum. Bryn Mawr. She's so Ella, Ellie walks in and she's like, "Hi, I'm your new roommate." Very friendly, and she goes, "One minute." But then she comes over and is very intrusive. Oh, what's this? A pig? Oh, like just starts like looking at her stuff. It is a little, little spectrumy. <laughs> then she's like, she's got can, a little touch of the tism. Yeah, she's like, "You can ask me three questions." Well, that's because then Ellie comes over and starts like messing with her stuff, and she's like, "Okay, we'll do it your way. You can ask me three questions." <laughs> you can ask me three questions. All right. Thanks. Where are you from? New York. Single, 29. No brothers, no sisters. Graduated Amherst, economics, 81. Columbia, anthropology, 83. Smith, public affairs and postdoctoral work. Would you like some? Oh, thanks. Where'd you go to school? I don't think you'd know it. Try me. Tullahoma College, part-time studies program. You're right. Next question. Yeah, it's a little, um, you know, odd couple. Yeah, she can count all the toothpicks when they fall on the ground. (laughs) I really wish there was more of a confrontation between the two because because Janice was so type A. So type A. And if I was Ellie and was her roommate, I would have fucked with her so bad with all of her pens and like moving shit and bending the corners of her notebooks. She's the only other girl there. Why would you fuck with her? Because it's easy. You're yes. fucked up. That is fucked up. You made Brian Nagel cry. You don't want to make me I, friends. I did. And then you cut his cry. hair and you made him look like a young squire. He let me. That was a voluntary choice. You were hammered, so. So was he. You sound like great choices. They were. They <laughs> They were. <laughs> you should have seen him afterwards. <laughs> we talk about him way too much, but it was... It was a funny moment. It was. <laughs> um, so Janice is highly intelligent, but physically very weak. You want to talk about 80 pounds soaking wet. So we meet all the other recruits, which are mostly men. They were pretty... all men except for those two. No, there were a few other women. You saw them like when they do the first training, like in the gym where they're doing the practice arresting someone. There is another woman. Um, I did they, see her. <laughs> they do make it a point like they weed people out quick. They do. So that's basically what we're presented with is that what's his name? Fred Fred Thompson. Fred Thompson. So the Fred boss. Thompson's kind of like the boss of the not the FBI but like of the recruiting program. And he says like over the next 16 weeks there's how many 40 of you and only like 8 will survive pretty much. Something like that. That's how nursing school is. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, you do tell me all the people that 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 you know. Your class. Dip out. Your class starts out at like a hundred and well, I mean, I went to a community college, but we started off with probably eighty, and I think we graduated with fifty, forty-five, something like that. Well, I mean, the cream rises to the top. It does. Thanks for you. saying that. Look at you. You are so sweet. You're oh, no. extra creamy. <laughs> so Fred Thompson, for those who don't know, um, was a senator. 
Yes, he, well, I mean, he was an actor turned uh, politician. He, uh, I think, was, it's the other way around. No, no, no. He, he was, a, he became a Reverse senator. Reverse Reagan. One or the other. I, I mean, think he was a politician, and then he be, like started dipping into acting. He was on Law and Order quite a bit. He always played like. No, he was the he was the DA. He was the DA. Like Jack McCoy answered to him. Yes. And um, he was he's a yeah he's in a lot of stuff. He like, is in a lot of stuff. He's he's a very you know again of that guy. You'd know him, mm-hmm. yeah. And so we get like a little bit of Ellie not being like we said very good at smarts and so it. It is a little legally blonde. She's it's not so legally blonde. Yeah, well, legally blonde is this because this well, came right, first. Right, right. Ground like, zero. So many. Comparisons. Yeah. What, what was what was your text when you were watching it? Yeah, you're I like, didn't understand your. You were like legally blonde. Funny boo boo or something. Yeah. Like that. Well, it was fed, funny because fed boogaloo or <laughs> when, federal when she was, um, federal bunny boo boo because. Uh, did you see Legally Blonde? She wore that bunny outfit. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 well, that is a core memory. When she was <laughs> when she when Ellie was studying and she circled Men's Raya, I was like, "Fucking Legally Blonde!" Oh yeah, Men's yeah. Raya. That's so funny. I didn't even think about that. You didn't even that didn't. I didn't mean, think about Men's Raya. I thought about like how she wasn't prepared in the first class, and I just remember in that scene in Legally Blonde where um, Holland or whatever her name is was like, "Have you read my book?" Oh, um, and she doesn't have she doesn't have a computer. She's like a heart shaped notebook with like a fuzzy pen. Yeah, <laughs> see, she's like um, there's overlap. Um, I didn't know there was an assignment. Feds like, crawled. Rebecca DeMornay gets there the first day, and they are they have a class two in front in two hours. She didn't even give herself like Feels a, a day to like decompress. Like, hey everyone, this is Matt, the Triple T podcast host. What does Triple T stand for? Tick. TikTok Tuesday, a show where viewers submit TikTok videos and we play and react to them. The co-host Toby, Eubin, and Richie, you never know what's going to come out of our mouths. We're live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Beard Laws YouTube. Let us rebuild your For You page with the best TikTok videos and be a part of the show by sending in your videos. Um, So I thought that was weird, but like it, we, we start to see, you know, what they're good at. Ellie's really good at the physical, the pull-ups, which Janice can't do any. That was... No upper body strength. Not many women can do that. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't know if I can do it. Um, she's good at arresting people, but not, you know, presenting herself as an FBI agent. Well, she doesn't tell them first. That's no. a problem. While Janice is good at the tests and gets A's and Ellie gets F's, which they read out loud to Rude. everyone's score in the classroom, which is horrifying to me. Also, that instructor is a dick. When she doesn't know the answer and he's like... Only half of you will make it, and the other half will become. What does he say? He says something, and then goes, "Or beauticians." All right, so that was a little uh, sexist. Yeah, a little sexist. And it's also denigrating to the proud women that serve in our military. But he hit her with yeah. some hard truths. Like it's true. It's an even playing field. This I think, is how it is. Yes. So keep up or get out. But yeah. I mean, if you wash out of Quantico, that doesn't mean that you're like a super failure, and you're only able to like. You know, no. be a beautician or... No, she could go into private security and probably make a ton more money. Beauticians or, make a lot of money. Or she'll just go into the CIA. So, overcoming the male recruits' assumptions of them, Ellie and Janice team up to help each other through the basic training so they can both become federal agents. And then they scissor. No, there's no scissoring. The bean flickered. <laughs> there's a nice scene where they go to buy a gun. Oh. We know I have all the guns written down at the yes. end. Okay. Um, and who was the gun shop owner, Matt? Donna's dad from uh, that 70s show. show. Bob! Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't even know. It was that dumbass, Bob. 
What a dumbass. He, he always had a big tummy and his shirt was always open. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's really young in this movie. So uh, he tries to sell them like a lady gun. And Rebecca de Mornay's like... And she's going to use it for target practice, but then later, she's going to use it in the field. Now, it's got to have a 15-shot capacity. It's got to have adjustable sights. It's got to be able to handle the silver tip ammo, but then it's also got to be able to handle these really Samson's. You know, the steel jacketed stuff with the black tips. Because who knows, one day she may have to shoot through a steel door to save my life, so I'd like her to have a mag of those in her handbag. Do you know what I'm saying? You want the SIG, don't you? Yeah, well, I got a couple of them, but uh, I normally save them for my SWAT guys. Yeah, and what are we, the PTL clips? Like a Marine would know. So he finally sells Ellie a Sig Sauer P226. Mm. With a 15-bullet clip. Yes. Nice. I mean, it's not a clip, it's a magazine, but okay. Janice thinks that it's going to really help her, her, her shooting. And while they're having lunch, Ellie notices a bread truck parked across the street in front of a bank. And there's no bread with, store on the block. It's a very suspicious truck. With the engine running. With the engine running. For 20 yep. minutes. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a scene stolen from Dirty Harry. Okay. Well, no, that's the same That's thing. true. Okay. The same thing happened. That tracks. Okay, I wouldn't like, know. Like I he, just noped <laughs> it. Like he's sitting, like, you know, Clint Eastwood's sitting there and he's like, is that, the, is, that, uh, is that car still sitting outside that bank while he's trying to eat a hot dog? Oh, and okay. And they're like, oh, okay. And the same thing happened. Ellie was correct because Janice is not being very astute. And they intercept the robbery and they chase these guys. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> they did not when, follow so protocol. They drew, they drew on these guys exiting the bank and then they froze. And uh, she knew her commands. was really good. But then... The Uzi comes out. Third man kicks the door open just starts firing. Yeah. I picked this also because I knew there was guns and shooting in it. And then she commandeers a vehicle, which is like, and she, how many days have they been in uh, FBI training? They have no rights to do any of this. None. Yeah. It's a big no-no. And she shoots out the the wheel well. Very nicely. And um, they make the arrest. Almost, Almost superhuman. And they got no... Credit for it. Oh no, they get reprimanded hardcore. Well, Reamed. they should. Yeah, they're on. They they started a fucking shootout them. with bank robbers. They're on probation, and Fred Thompson tells them, "If you tell anyone about this, if you you're tell anybody about out. this, you're illegal. You're immediately expelled." My favorite part question. of that whole bit was when he just straight up reads the handbook to them, and he goes, "Look, you didn't do. <laughs> he just yeah. reads, you this didn't do what, any of this. This is what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Did you announce yourself as an agent? Did you?" <laughs> Yeah, that's you true. did none of that. Yeah. I believe you got a touch of the tism. Did All right, you make sure the scene was secure. Yeah. Do these pants make me look fat? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So then we get kind of a sad scene of them doing practicing arresting each other, and Janice is always paired with this total douche Brent Shepard, played by Ken Marshall. He is a senator's son, and he's, he's a, a legacy. They've all been yes. FBI agents. He's a legacy. Basically, what's his name from Legally Blonde? Casper Warner Van Huntington the Third. Warner Huntington the Third. Yes. Ew. So basically, like him, and she tries to arrest him, and she's just not. She's just not very. Um, Come on, spread him. Flaccid. She's not assertive, <sighs> and he like kicks her feet out from under her and arrests her, and then like says, "Bang, you're dead." Like it humiliates her in yeah. front of everybody. Well, I mean, you know, I know it's I not know. like it's not like a a perp is going to be like, oh. I better be complacent with this person. I know. 
And so when Ellie comes back to the room, Janice is packing everything up and she wants to quit. And Ellie says, no, you know, we're the only two women left. And, you know, they kind of like have a little bit of argument. They don't scissor. So stop doing that. No flicking of beans. Maybe it was like a Dutch Rudders they type scenario. Oh, my God. They he used each other's me, hands. He tried to get me to do a Dutch Rudder last night. I was like, no, we're not doing that. Get out of here. Get out of here. Come I on. Know, I don't know what It'll be is. good for you and me. It's from a, a movie. <laughs> is that Zach and Miri make a porno? Yeah, Zach and Miri make a porno. Oh, what an overlooked <laughs> gem. I oh, it's such a funny too. movie. I love, love that movie. So much. Oh, it's, it's so good. So good. I have some cream for you. Anytime they employ like actual porn stars, I think it's great. I think it's amazing. And she was great. I'm, I'm so sorry. Katie Morgan. Yes. Banks. Yes. Katie Morgan Tracy and Lords. Tracy Lords. Yeah, Tracy Lords. They're very talented. Did you ever see that? Totally off. The interview that Seth Rogen gave on on the Graham Norton show. He was talking about that movie. And he was like, look, anytime you can hire a porn star to be in a mainstream movie, you should do it. Because, you know, it's probably the best day of work they're going to have. You know, no one's entering them. And like, <laughs> <laughs> well... I mean, I've heard. And Tracy Lords is do, does mainstream movies. Like she's it. She yeah. was in a lot of stuff. Katie Morgan, not so much. Is but they were Tracy great. Lawrence bubbles. She's bubbles, mm-hmm. and okay. Katie Morgan's the anal one. Why do they call her bubbles? <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. It's so funny. It's good. Um, we saw that in the movie theater. Yeah, we did on on Easter in, I think in Florida. I did too. I, I think I went and saw it by myself. <laughs> no, we saw it on Easter Sunday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jesus. He would oh, want. Was... He would want us to do it, okay? Because if I know yeah, anything, Jesus had was... a no, sense that's, of humor. That's, oh, that's the resurrection. Those Sorry. are those are the sins he died for. No. Yes, going to watch a porno. <laughs> I think it was hot He's tub like, time machine. Yeah. That's the one we saw. Oh, which was also funny and has yeah. That guy in it. Go ahead. What's okay. his name? I Craig forget. G. Robinson. John Cusack. Craig T. Robinson. No, it's Craig, Craig T. G. Robinson. Yeah. It's Craig, Craig T. G. Robinson. Craig T. Is yeah, it's not Craig T. Nelson. It's Craig G. Robinson. There we go. <laughs> Who was not in Grumpy Old Men or yes. Happy, Happy Gilmore or Happy Gilmore? Or and he has a beautiful singing voice. Yes, very true. Songbird of his generation. <laughs> I mean, so um, Ellie gets Janice to stay. She convinces her we can help each other. You can help me with the academic shit. I can help you be able to do a pull-up quid pro quo overnight a gun and we get just montages galore this is a good montage i know yeah if it weren't for the if it weren't for the montages this movie would be like five hours long yeah we get a friendship montage we get a shopping montage like it's all a training montage tells a whole story it really does do you think ellie taught her how to eat pizza like that you gotta fold it. Oh, I forgot about the pizza eating contest. Yeah, gotta fold that was the cheese. Really gross. She she used uh, her smarts, w- womenly superpowers, smarts to uh, trick him. Yeah, to make him feel sick by talking about disgusting worms. On yeah, the all she pepperoni. said. I don't know what superpower. Yeah, you just said that the pe- that pizza has could have worms in it if it's not properly super cooked. gross. Yeah, yeah, and then they eat the backs of your eyes. So they help each other. Janice shows her how to properly highlight and paperclip pages and stuff like that and Ellie teaches her you know you gotta surprise them you stamp them on the toe and then you knee them in the dick oh, not <laughs> a lot cool. of dick kicking solar plexus instep nose groin. groin many balls were harmed during the making of this Amazing. movie balls within balls we start to see Janice getting better she can do pull ups 
Overnight. We start to see Ellie getting better. She's getting an A on a test. Mm-hmm. And then Janice gets a and B. And Janice gets a B, yeah. And the instructor she's says, slipping. you're slipping, Zuckerman. She's like, <laughs> what the fuck? She's like, B? She's like, B is good. And I was like, well, technically not, because a C is failing. So a B is not good. A C is failing? He says it to the guy. He goes, C, you fail. So. Oh, I thought yeah. he was saying C, you fail. No, I think a, a C is technically failing. In, Actually, in no, he was, he was like, so mean. He was like, C, C you, you fail. Yes, <laughs> you fail. No. Oh, it's a yes, comma, no, you fail. Yeah, no totally. So Ellie gets asked out by um, the douchebag, Brent Shepard. <laughs> Brent. So yeah. they... Uh, he doesn't talk to women much, I tell you that. So then they go shopping. They go shopping and... Which, why is Janice the fashionista? I don't know. Well, I think just because but she knows about everything. Because she's so really... She, she's, she is really good with pantsuits. She's really good with... Yeah, pantsuits and fashion. Well, she knows... shoulder pants. She knows what's well made, I'll say that, because Ellie wanted to buy that pink monstrosity. Yep. Again. So I got a, instead, I got a black monstrosity. On, uh, the new no, that... Project Runway. <laughs> I've even been watching. Actually. It's really good. The, the one where they use different, um, they use toys. From FAO Schwartz? Yes. It was such a good episode. Did you see the pink dress? Oh, yeah. She always makes pink dresses. That so. did, is what it is. It did, did kind of look did like you that. See Thank the pink you. Dress? Yeah. You know, I'm so right. glad no, that you didn't. got that connection. No, you're right. You're right. Did you see the blue dress? This is no. why she's my soulmate. <laughs> Not my bag. You know, the, the one that Bill made? What? Oh, are you talking about Monica Lewinsky's <laughs> the blue, blue dress? Yeah, the blue dress that Bill made. Okay. Um, so she buys a very nice black <laughs> dress. Very I, nice. Uh, well, it was better than that pink one. Because they're going down to bows. D.C. to do a check it out kind of a thing. So they go. And I I Janice, all. Janice hangs out with the other um, coach. Howard. Howard Butts. Played, I like him. Played what by Larry Cedar. In? I don't know. His name's Larry Cedar. I'm pretty sure he was probably in Revenge of the Nerds at one point. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I feel like he's been in a lot of that. That generation, yeah, decades stuff, and the date goes not great because the guy is a total douche and talks about how this whole equal rights amendment is ruining the trainees, and he makes fun of Janice, and then Ellie shoots her um, lobster all over him. And I said it's not an '80s movie unless a really beautiful woman is eating shellfish. Well, that's the fanciest thing on the menu. It's true. So yeah, yeah she blew her lobster load all she over did. his suit. She shot it. <laughs> Clear across she the table. She was just. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Let me let me let me buy you. Oh, spooky ghost. Let me, get, let me get you some cab fare. Spooky Brett. ghost. <laughs> Gross. Oh. 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 Then we get a scene where they're like, I guess, are they in charge of like researching old cases, like case studies? I guess. Mm-hmm. And they're all in kind of this study group, and um, they're looking at this case of blankets or something that stolen, went missing stolen, stolen naval towels blankets. naval blankets i said to i said to guido is this a hypothetical case study or these are no, real this is this is actually because i know this because i just got back from reno where okay. i was uh, spending some time at quantico with, my, no. with, with the my, fbi no with my uncles and all that i'm pretty sure because that's all they that's all they watch because they're fucking old i'm pretty sure that is an episode of ncis Oh, I will ask my mother. And they, she watches. And they, and they, <laughs> oh, it's stolen naval blankets, the FBI and NCI. Like, I, oh could just, I could just imagine that being an episode and it ends with like Mark Harmon shooting at people. and Definitely. All Working on his boat. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I didn't know there were the Navy's blankets. Yeah. So the guys don't want to continue researching this, but Janice and Ellie do. And they decide to go talk to the guy who used to work there. And then he tells them that. 
he let his roommate in or something like that. And then they go to this crazy punk club in Baltimore with one of my vivid memories of this movie is that guy banging his head against the wall as they walk in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the bouncer was bouncing his head was off of the wall. I, uh, I want to show you a picture I took of um, <laughs> one of the people in this bar. Okay. So this is the drummer. Can yeah. you tell me, describe what you see on the drummer's face here, Matt? He's got a he's got one of his drumsticks between his face and his sunglasses. Yeah, he's everybody oh. is on <laughs> lots for, of for drums. no fuck reason. It's this so yeah this, this there there seems to be this trend <laughs> with these movies that you know take place in the FBI training academy. Yeah, and then they have to go to Baltimore and just meet the most deranged human beings yes. ever. That's where the crazies are. It's true. It's the Venice Beach of the East. I resent that though because there was a sign that says like I love art or something. So they're like portraying <laughs> all of the art freaks yes. as these people that are just high all the time. So they, they crack the case and basically <laughs> find the guy who hey, stole the blanket who no, I am assuming was Marty Feldman's son. And we should, we should also... The eyes of everything. We should, uh, Looks like know, it. We should yes. also like sit there and be like, oh, by the way, crime. Because she openly fires oh, her yes. Sig Sauer into a crowd, doesn't announce that she's no. a, a police officer or anything like that. They're, They're all on drugs. You're going to take their word it's, for it? It's Baltimore. No one noticed. They noticed. No, they didn't. Probably not. They were like, uh, we're going to listen now. What was the description of that guy? Bug Got eyes, curly hair. Curly hair, like bug that. eyes. Crooked teeth. Crooked, crooked teeth. teeth. Yeah. Boy, could you imagine getting cast for that role? Yeah. I said he looked like Marty Feldman's son. I wanted so to look sad. it up to see if he was. It's like, you get one role in a movie. All right, all right. Am I going right. to wear a cape or something? No, you got bug eyes, crooked teeth. I always <laughs> I'm sure they took his Just just his wear just wear what you're wearing off. right just, now. Just uh, yeah, bring, bring the, one you have at home. That was the casting when I tried out for the village. The literally not that not that, but the casting was basically like in the nicest way possible asking for like circus freaks. Ugly, <laughs> overweight people with missing teeth. Because really? well, because it's supposed to be set in like the 1700s, okay, and people were different looking back They're then. Looking for a type, so it very nicely said that. So <laughs> they could have just said unconventional like, looks. It, that's basically what it said. Like, so much nicer. So, unconventional so cast, yeah. casting took place in Chester, right? No, <laughs> Lauren, Lauren Panetti's brother got offered a part. I mean, he didn't take it. Lauren Panetti's brother got offered a part. You can go to Coatesville, pick up a few. As an extra? Yeah, he apparently was handpicked by M. Night Shyamalan and he turned it down. Didn't want to do it. Right, right, right. Yeah. His mom called me, Lauren's mom, and asked if I would take him to set days when she couldn't. And I knew that Adrian Brody was in the movie. And so I was like, uh, yeah. (laughs) And he turned down. Telling me there's a chance. And he didn't want to go. He didn't want to be in the movie. So I know. Um, So they, they, they solved the case and. Fred Thompson says, you guys are awesome and everyone else sucks dick. That's right. Yeah. Way to go, girls. So they go Girl out and power. celebrate. They are told by Fred Thompson, you go out and celebrate. Y'all earned it. Yeah, he told them, he go did. get hammered. So That's an order. go get hammered. They are drinking a whole bottle of tequila? Was it, yeah, there's salt involved. I don't even involved. know. I know, but they were sucking on lemons. Yeah, and maybe was, it was a bottle of vodka. Why was the salt involved? I don't know. Maybe it was sugar? No, you lick, then you drink, and then you suck. I know, but now with lemon, lemon drop. A lemon drop. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. And they are drunk. Janice <laughs> says how she she needs... I need a guy who wears jeans and has a tattoo and is mute. <laughs> she wants to go to pound town. And has tattoos. <laughs> so she starts talking to this very large naval man who Matt thought was the cook in... 
twin sitters, but it wasn't. Oh no, he was um, <laughs> he was in Down Periscope, I think. He's also he's also in a, you know future quad pro quo pick. He's also in Suburban Commando. Good to know. So Ooh. does he does he only play like he's, he, armed forces people? <laughs> no, he's he's actually mute in that movie. Oh so wow! He checks all he checks all of uh, her boxes. He was in the Goonies too. No, he wasn't. Yeah. He was? Hey, you got that that's not, not him. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she says, I met a sailor with a big fish. Oh, it's a really funny scene. She basically like sexually assaults him on the dance floor. Yeah, and she, she likes his tummy. And then she falls into a table. She lifts up his shirt and she's rubbing his body <laughs> with her palms of her hands. It's amazing. Up and down. Oh, Then she said something like, let's go see Moby Dick and tries to unbuckle his pants. Yeah, you ever see a cat in heat? <laughs> it's amazing. Same <laughs> it's shit. a great scene. It's so funny. Then they leave. They almost get mugged on the street, but because they're awesome, they, you know, dick kick the guys. Yes. They learn that from watching each other. Yes, they do. Then as soon as they get back and are almost about to pass out, yeah. Oh, training exercise. He told them to go out and party, but ooh, it was like it was a test. Yes, it was a test. So they're wasty face and um, they sobered up real quick. Sobered up real quick. Yeah, they don't touch on that. Yeah, you know. So Fred Thompson and the other instructors have kidnapped the asshole instructor who's bald. And His hair is something else. It is. It well, is so slick and. Well, it's not existent up here. I know, but it's so smooth looking. It's got that George Costanza thing going on. It is a little bit of a George. shine. Yeah. So they're tasked with rescuing the hostage, quote unquote. So they start kind of moving around sort of the the fields around the building, I guess. I don't know. And they find a map. They find a map. And Janice and Ellie are like, do you really think that they would leave a map for us? Yeah. They they found a map in a field. Yeah. That's what they said. And the men are like, ugh. Uh yeah, they and don't think outside the box. So they also said it's not a scavenger we need to hunt. Point a leader, which is and that was the wad. first yeah. thing that they they like mandated. Yes, there has to be a leader, and it has to be the the guy that she went on the horrible day with. So Ellie, Janice, and Howard, Howard Butts, go Howard. They go rogue, and they're gonna figure it out themselves. While the other dudes go rummaging around in a swamp. They so, trick them too. They do. So they go back to like the building, and they. Check out all of this guns and stuff and yeah. repelling gear. Here's and the thing. Forging the instructor's signature badly. He sneezed. <laughs> she checks out a whole <laughs> bunch funny. of live ammunition. She, I am very scared yes. for the uh, teachers. Yes. Yeah, all they would really have needed is just the guns. Yes. Because they're just, you know, play acting. Yes. No, I, they would need the ropes but for no. sure. to repel, apparently. Well, no, no, no. But I mean, he, he, like Guido was just saying, they don't need ammo. They no, literally they don't. They could just pump a phantom round and be like, Err. It's true. It's it's unsafe. But they break into, um, <laughs> I guess it's like the tele. It's just a telephone room. But mm-hmm. um, they mm-hmm. do this fun little trick where they listen into all the telephone lines to figure out what room the hostage and the what do we say? Terrorists are in? Yeah, yeah. they they're self self uh identified as terrorists. Okay, terrorists. Yep. And they find them. They also mislead the other agents so they cuz they know that they're coming back this way, so they tell them like What do you so are you up for a little uh information uh smoke screen? Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, go for it." And then he just tells them to They end up in a swamp. Yeah, they it's pretty tell awesome. them a different location on their map. Yeah. And then it's we neat. get into an elaborate rescue scene. 
<laughs> where Howard dresses up as a doctor, sets off smoke grenades, barges into the room with a huge gun, and then Ellie and Janice repel off the roof, smash into the glass, and save the day. Yep, all with shotguns, Mossberg 500s, real nice. And she says, don't dick with us. We're with the FBI. She's been practicing that all movies. Yes. She gets my vote. Again, great. They're like, how are we doing? Do we pass? Yeah. Got my vote. Got my vote. Oh, Fred Thompson. <laughs> so then we're at the end of the movie. The two graduate with honors and they get the special award. She makes a speech. And I will say this. I did kind of like how everyone still cheered. Like all the guys were like, good job. Like they got over it. I was a little upset that they all passed. That was the most unrealistic part of this movie. Well, not Allie. all of them. How many were there? 12? The Brent dude passed. He's a legacy. He's going to become an FBI agent no matter what. But they didn't they didn't pass. He the got mission. all of his he got his whole team into a swamp yeah. and then chased by dogs at one point. Yeah. It's kind of like that exercise was a this is just what we do. He's like the Ross guy from uh Band of Brothers. That guy was a weenie. Oh, that's the worst episode. So they graduate with honors and in the credit scene, they're basically finding out where they're going to be assigned. Oh, I love this. Because that's the thing. Matt said the same thing. He's like, why did they Why did they pass? And I'm like, they were probably going to pass, but they might get real shit assignments. You know? Because you want, it's like a newscaster. You want New York or LA. Okay? Gotcha. Howard gets Duluth, Minnesota, and he's very excited about it. He's going <laughs> he to go, I, he's gonna go ice fishing with Jack Lemon and Walter Matthews. He was yes. very excited about Duluth. Both Ellie and Janice get Los Angeles, which is like the number one. They yeah. jump up and down and, and scream like, and like high school girls. So like, cute. And then they're like, and you got to lose. To lose. <laughs> yeah, they try to make him feel good. I know. And that's the end of the movie. That is a clean hour and 22 minute movie. You're I like welcome. It, You're it didn't feel that long. It's of all the not, not, it's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. It was so, nice pace. It was good. Guido, for you, um, the FBI trainees are seen with M16A1s. The gun shop owner shows Ellie and Janice a CZ-75B. Czechoslovakian pistol. Oh, they end up buying the Sig Sauer. Um, the trainees fire a Smith & Wesson Model 19 snub. Mm-hmm. Janice mm-hmm. is seen holding a Smith & Wesson Model 29 snub. The robbers are seen with 12-gauge double-barrel shotguns and an Uzi. Love that Uzi. Both Ellie and Janice are seen with Smith & Wesson 3000 shotguns during the final training episode. Exercise and ASP training revolvers are used during some of the exercises. Those little orange guns that are fake. <laughs> Around the room, pass fail. Tammy, do you want to go first since I picked it for your Tammy Appreciation Month? I uh, I pass it. Yeah. I loved the uh, drunk scene with Janice the most. I knew you would. <laughs> out of all of the scenes in the movie, there's so many comparisons to Legally Blonde. And um, like uh, the heat, I feel like too with yeah. Sandra Bullock and and Melissa McCarthy. The but like the the picking on the girl like wouldn't pick her for their study group. Yep, and mens rea and the scenes in the classroom where she's like stupid. Like there's so many comparisons to Legally Blonde. I wonder if like the writer was looking at this movie. Maybe I don't know. Um, but yeah, really enjoyed it. Thank you. Matt. Yeah, I pass it. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Basically, all the stuff she said, you know, not going in there expecting a hardcore, like, training day sort of... Oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah. It's (laughs) basically the way that you described it. 
at the beginning. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this this checks all those boxes. They don't snort angel dust in this movie as a fun little no. <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> it was it was it was really fun to watch, and it was you know just a cute little lighthearted movie. Guido, ditto. I pass it. I like it for the same reasons. It was, it was fun, clean, and like A to B. You know, no nonsense. I I liked it. And guns. And guns. And it was funny. Girl power. Yay! Yay! Yay. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So next week for Tammy Appreciation Month is Matt's pick. Matt, quid pro quo. Okay. My movie came out in 2001. It was directed by Barry Levinson, starring Kate Blanchett, Troy Garrity, Billy Bob Thornton, and Bruce Willis. My movie is Bandits. And where can one watch Bandits? You can stream it on, uh, if you have like, you know, the stars, you know, if you have the stars package or whatever with cable or uh, with your, you know. An add-on. Yeah, yeah. an add-on. You can watch it there. But uh, other than that, it's available for like rent or purchase. Wonderful. Yeah. So I can't wait to watch it. Bandits for next week. We are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. Hey guys, guess who the featured podcast for the month of August is? Who that? It's us. Me. What? what? Score. They, they must have known it was it's Tammy's birthday. birthday too. We are one of the featured podcasts for the month of August. And the other is the Broken System podcast. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you can learn more about us and all of the other podcasts on the network at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. You can suggest a theme month, like we're in Tammy Appreciation Month right now. Um, on our website, on social media, or by sending us an email at quadproquopod at gmail.com. And please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next week, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.